Section three of the Art of Cookery Made Plain and Easy by Hannah Glass. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter one, part one of Roasting, Boiling, etc. That professed cooks will find fault with touching upon a branch of cookery which they never thought worth their notice is what I expect however this i know it is the most necessary part of it and few servants there are that know how to roast and boil to perfection i do not pretend to teach professed cooks but my design is to instruct the ignorant and unlearned which will likewise be of great use in all private families and in so plain and full a manner that the most illiterate and ignorant person who can but read will know how to do everything in cookery well i shall first begin with roast and boiled of all sorts and must desire the cook to order her fire according to what she is to dress if anything very little or thin then a pretty little brisk fire that it may be done quick and nice if a very large joint then be sure a good fire be laid to cake let it be clear at the bottom and when your meat is half done move the dripping pan and spit a little from the fire and stir up a good brisk fire for according to the goodness of your fire your meat will be done sooner or later beef if beef be sure to paper the top and baste it well all the time it is roasting and throw a handful of salt on it when you see the smoke draw to the fire it is near enough then take off the paper baste it well and drudge it with a little flour to make a fine froth never salt your roast meat before you lay it to the fire for that draws out all the gravy if you would keep it a few days before you dress it dry it very well with a clean cloth then flour it all over and hang it where the air will come to it but be sure always to mind that there is no damp place about it if there is you must dry it well with a cloth take up your meat and garnish your dish with nothing but horseradish mutton and lamb as to roasting of mutton the loin the chine of mutton which is the two loins and the saddle which is the two necks and part of the shoulders cut together must have the skin raised and skewered on and when near done take off the skin baste and flour it to froth it up all other sorts of mutton and lamb must be roasted with a quick clear fire without the skin being raised or paper put on you should always observe to baste your meat as soon as you lay it down to roast sprinkle some salt on and when near done drudge it with a little flour to froth it up garnish mutton with horseradish lamb with cresses or small salading veal as to veal you must be careful to roast it of a fine brown if a large joint a very good fire if a small joint a pretty little brisk fire if a fillet or loin be sure to paper the fat that you lose as little of that as possible lay it some distance from the fire till it is soaked 
then lay it near the fire when you lay it down baste it well with good butter and when it is near enough baste it again and drudge it with a little flour the breast you must roast with the caul on till it is enough and skewer the sweetbread on the back side of the breast when it is nigh enough take off the caul baste it and drudge it with a little flour pork pork must be well done or it is apt to surfeit when you roast a loin take a sharp penknife and cut the skin across to make the crackling eat better the chine must be cut and so must all pork that has the rind on roast a leg of pork thus take a knife as above and score it stuff the knuckle part with sage and onion chopped fine with pepper and salt or cut a hole under the twist and put the sage etc there and skewer it up with a skewer roast it crisp because most people like the rind crisp which they call crackling make some good apple sauce and send up in a boat then have a little drawn gravy to put in the dish this they call a mock goose the spring or hand of pork if very young roasted like a pig eats very well or take the spring and cut off the shank or knuckle and sprinkle sage and onion over it and roll it round and tie it with a string and roast it two hours otherwise it is better boiled the spare rib should be basted with a little bit of butter a very little dust of flour and some sage shred small but we never make any sauce to it but apple sauce the best way to dress pork griskins is to roast them baste them with a little butter and sage and a little pepper and salt few eat anything with these but mustard to roast a pig spit your pig and lay it to the fire which must be a very good one at each end or hang a flat iron in the middle of the grate before you lay your pig down take a little sage shred small a piece of butter as big as a walnut and a little pepper and salt put them into the pig and sew it up with coarse thread then flour it all over very well and keep flouring it till the eyes drop out or you find the crackling hard be sure to save all the gravy that comes out of it which you must do by setting basins or pans under the pig in the dripping pan as soon as you find the gravy begins to run when the pig is enough stir the fire up brisk take a coarse cloth with about a quarter of a pound of butter in it and rub the pig all over till the crackling is quite crisp and then take it up lay it in your dish and with a sharp knife cut off the head and then cut the pig in two before you draw out the spit cut the ears off the head and lay at each end and cut the under jaw in two and lay on each side melt some good butter take the gravy you saved and put into it boil it and pour it into the dish with the brains bruised fine and the sage mixed all together and then send it to table another way to roast a pig chop some sage and onion very fine a few crumbs of bread a little butter pepper and salt rolled up together put it into the belly and sew it up before you lay down the pig rub it all over with sweet oil 
when it is done take a dry cloth and wipe it then take it into a dish cut it up and send it to table with the sauce as above different sorts of sauce for a pig now you are to observe there are several ways of making sauce for a pig some do not love any sage in the pig only a crust of bread but then you should have a little dried sage rubbed and mixed with the gravy and butter some love bread sauce in a basin made thus take a pint of water put in a good piece of crumb of bread a blade of mace and a little whole pepper boil it for about five or six minutes and then pour the water off take out the spice and beat up the bread with a good piece of butter and a little milk or cream some love a few currants boiled in it a glass of wine and a little sugar but that you must do just as you like it others take half a pint of good beef gravy and the gravy which comes out of the pig with a piece of butter rolled in flour two spoonfuls of ketchup and boil them all together then take the brains of the pig and bruise them fine put all these together with the sage in the pig and pour into your dish it is a very good sauce when you have not gravy enough comes out of your pig with the butter for sauce take about half a pint of veal gravy and add to it or stew the petty toes and take as much of that liquor as will do for sauce mixed with the other note well some like the sauce sent in a boat or basin to roast the hind quarter of pig lamb fashion at the time of the year when house lamb is very dear take the hind quarter of a large roasting pig take off the skin and roast it and it will eat like lamb with mint sauce or with a salad or seville orange half an hour will roast it to bake a pig if you should be in a place where you cannot roast a pig lay it in a dish flour it all over well and rub it over with butter butter the dish you lay it in and put it into the oven when it is enough draw it out of the oven's mouth and rub it over with a buttery cloth then put it into the oven again till it is dry take it out and lay it in a dish cut it up take a little veal gravy and take off the fat in the dish it was baked in and there will be some good gravy at the bottom put that to it with a little piece of butter rolled in flour boil it up and put it into the dish with the brains and sage in the belly some love a pig brought whole to table then you are only to put what sauce you like into the dish to melt butter in melting of butter you must be very careful let your saucepan be well tinned take a spoonful of cold water a little dust of flour and half a pound of butter cut to pieces be sure to keep shaking your pan one way for fear it should oil when it is all melted let it boil and it will be smooth and fine a silver pan is best if you have one to roast geese turkeys etc when you roast a goose turkey or fowls of any sort take care to singe them with a piece of white paper and baste them with a piece of butter drudge them with a little flour and sprinkle a little salt on and when the smoke begins to draw to the fire and they look plump baste them again and drudge them with a little flour 
and take them up sauce for a goose for a goose make a little good gravy and put it into a basin by itself and some apple sauce into another sauce for a turkey for a turkey good gravy in the dish and either bread or onion sauce in a basin or both sauce for fowls to fowls you should put good gravy in the dish and either bread parsley or egg sauce in a basin sauce for ducks for ducks a little gravy in the dish and onion sauce in a cup if liked sauce for pheasants and partridges pheasants and partridges should have gravy in the dish and bread sauce in a cup and poveroy sauce to roast larks put a small bird spit through them and tie them on another roast them and all the time they are roasting keep basting them very gently with butter and sprinkle crumbs of bread on them till they are almost done then let them brown before you take them up the best way of making crumbs of bread is to rub them through a fine cullender and put in a little butter into a stew pan melt it put in your crumbs of bread and keep them stirring till they are of a light brown put them on a sieve to drain a few minutes lay your larks in a dish and the crumbs all round almost as high as the larks with plain butter in a cup and some gravy in another to roast woodcocks and snipes put them on a little bird spit and tie them on another and put them down to roast take a round of a threepenny loaf and toast it brown and butter it then lay it in a dish under the birds baste them with a little butter take the trail out before you spit them and put into a small stew pan with a little gravy simmer it gently over the fire for five or six minutes add a little melted butter to it put it over your toast in the dish and when your woodcocks are roasted put them on the toast and set it over a lamp or chafing dish for three minutes and send them to table to roast a pigeon take some parsley shred fine a piece of butter as big as a walnut a little pepper and salt tie the neck end tight tie a string round the legs and rump and fasten the other end to the top of the chimney piece baste them with butter and when they are enough lay them in the dish and they will swim with gravy you may put them on a little spit and then tie both ends close to broil a pigeon when you broil them do them in the same manner and take care your fire is very clear and set your gridiron high that they may not burn and have a little parsley and butter in a cup you may split them and broil them with a little pepper and salt and you may roast them only with a little parsley and butter in a dish directions for geese and ducks as to geese and ducks you should have sage and onions shred fine with pepper and salt put into the belly put only pepper and salt into wild ducks easterlings widgeon teal and all other sort of wild fowl with gravy in the dish or some like sage and onion in one to roast a hare take your hare when it is cased truss it in this manner bring the two hind legs up to its sides pull the four legs back 
put your skewer first into the hind leg then into the foreleg and thrust it through the body put the foreleg on and then the hind leg and a skewer through the top of the shoulders and back part of the head which will hold the head up make a pudding thus take a quarter of a pound of beef suet as much crumb of bread a handful of parsley chopped fine some sweet herbs of all sorts such as basil marjoram winter savoury and a little thyme chopped very fine a little nutmeg grated some lemon peel cut fine pepper and salt chop the liver fine and put in with two eggs mix it up and put it into the belly and so or skewer it up then spit it and lay it to the fire which must be a good one a good-sized hare takes one hour and so on in proportion different sorts of sauce for a hare take for sauce a pint of cream and half a pound of fresh butter put them in a saucepan and keep stirring it with a spoon till the butter is melted and the sauce is thick then take up the hare and pour the sauce into the dish another way to make sauce for a hare is to make good gravy thickened with a little piece of butter rolled in flour and pour it into your dish you may leave the butter out if you do not like it and have some currant jelly warmed in a cup or red wine and sugar boiled to a syrup done thus take a pint of red wine a quarter of a pound of sugar and set over a slow fire to simmer for about a quarter of an hour you may do half the quantity and put it into your sauce-boat or basin to broil steaks first have a very clear brisk fire let your gridiron be very clean put it on the fire and take a chafing dish with a few hot coals out of the fire put the dish on it which is to lay your steaks on then take fine rump steaks about half an inch thick put a little pepper and salt on them lay them on the gridiron and if you like it take a shallot or two or a fine onion and cut it fine put it into your dish keep turning your steaks quick till they are done for that keeps the gravy in them when the steaks are enough take them carefully off into your dish that none of the gravy be lost then have ready a hot dish and cover and carry them hot to table with the cover on you may send shallot in a plate chopped fine directions concerning the sauce for steaks if you love pickles or horseradish with steaks never garnish your dish because both the garnishing will be dry and the steaks will be cold but lay those things on little plates and carry to table the great nicety is to have them hot and full of gravy general directions concerning broiling as to mutton and pork steaks you must keep them turning quick on the gridiron and have your dish ready over a chafing dish of hot coals and carry them to table covered hot when you broil fowls or pigeons always take care your fire is clear and never baste anything on the gridiron for it only makes it smoked and burnt general directions concerning boiling as to all sorts of boiled meats allow a quarter of an hour to every pound be sure the pot is very clean and skim it well for everything will have a scum rise 
and if that boils down it make the meat black all sorts of fresh meat you are to put in when the water boils but salt meat when the water is warm to boil a ham when you boil a ham put it into your copper when the water is pretty warm for cold water draws the colour out when it boils be careful it boils very slowly a ham of twenty pounds takes four hours and a half larger and smaller in proportion keep the copper well skimmed a green ham wants no soaking but an old ham must be soaked sixteen hours in a large tub of soft water to boil a tongue a tongue if salt soak it in soft water all night boil it three hours if fresh out of the pickle two hours and a half and put it in when the water boils take it out and pull it trim it garnish with greens and carrots to boil fowls and house lamb fowls and house lamb boil in a pot by themselves in a good deal of water and if any scum arises take it off they will be both sweeter and whiter than if boiled in a cloth a little chicken will be done in fifteen minutes a large chicken in twenty minutes a good fowl in half an hour a little turkey or goose in an hour and a large turkey in an hour and a half sauce for a boiled turkey the best sauce for a boiled turkey is good oyster and celery sauce make oyster sauce thus take a pint of oysters and set them off strain the liquor from them put them in cold water and wash and beard them put them into your liquor in a stew pan with a blade of mace and some butter rolled in flour and a quarter of a lemon boil them up then put in half a pint of cream and boil it all together gently take the lemon and mace out squeeze the juice of the lemon into the sauce then serve it in your boats or basins make celery sauce thus take the white part of the celery cut it about one inch long boil it in some water till it is tender then take half a pint of veal broth a blade of mace and thicken it with a little flour and butter put in half a pint of cream boil them up gently together put in your celery and boil it up then pour it into your boats sauce for a boiled goose sauce for a boiled goose must be either onions or cabbage first boiled and then stewed in butter for five minutes sauce for boiled ducks or rabbits to boil ducks or rabbits you must pour boiled onions over them which do thus take the onions peel them and boil them in a great deal of water shift your water then let them boil about two hours take them up and throw them into a cullender to drain then with a knife chop them on a board and rub them through a cullender put them into a saucepan just shake a little flour over them put in a little milk or cream with a good piece of butter and a little fat set them over the fire and when the butter is melted they are enough but if you would have onion sauce in half an hour take your onions peel them and cut them in thin slices put them into milk and water 
and when the water boils they will be done in twenty minutes then throw them into a cullender to drain and chop them and put them into a saucepan shake in a little flour with a little cream if you have it and a good piece of butter stir all together over the fire till the butter is melted and they will be very fine the sauce is very good with roast mutton and it is the best way of boiling onions to roast venison take a haunch of venison and spit it rub some butter all over your haunch take four sheets of paper well buttered put two on the haunch then make a paste with some flour a little butter and water roll it out half as big as your haunch and put it over the fat part then put the other two sheets of paper on and tie them with some pack thread lay it to a brisk fire and baste it well all the time of roasting if a large haunch of twenty four pounds it will take three hours and a half except it is a very large fire then three hours will do smaller in proportion to dress a haunch of mutton hang it up for a fortnight and dress it as directed for a haunch of venison different sorts of sauce for venison you may take either of these sauces for venison currant jelly warmed or a pint of red wine with a quarter of a pound of sugar simmered over a clear fire for five or six minutes or a pint of vinegar and a quarter of a pound of sugar simmered till it is a syrup End of section three